Hello and welcome to a special podcast in English of Crisis de Identidad, Identity Crisis, with your host, Pepe Hernandez. Pepe, how are you today? Hey, amen. Uh, thank you, Wally. Blessings to everybody out there. You know, uh, like the Bible says, uh, that we are, be- we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, salvation by grace through faith and what it is. You know, at that moment that uh, that you believed, you know, what happened, you know, what occurred that moment you believed, you know. Uh, and there's a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people don't know this. You know, that's why we're here, you know, to kind of give you uh, uh, understanding, you know, so you can get revelation knowledge of, of a- actually who you are in Christ. You know, it's amazing how many people don't realize who they are in Jesus Christ. And you and I have discussed many times that it's because of the lack of the Word of God, the lack of revelation knowledge of the Word. Could you Amen. Can you elaborate on that, Pepe? Amen. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to get into some of this uh, uh, at the very morning that, that you believe, you know, what happened? You know, what, you know, like I was, I've been saying in some of my uh, Spanish podcasts, you know, identity crisis or, or crisis in entidad, you know, that I, went, I walked into my uh, my grandmother's house, you know, uh, 40 years ago when I was uh, saved or born again and looked myself in the mirror. And I was saying to myself, what happened to me? You know, I wanted an explanation from people. You know, I was 19 years old. You know, I was a young a young man, you know. I'm, I'm 59 already, you know. And, uh, I, I, you know, I wanted to know what, what had happened to me. You know, that moment, you know, that, that I believed that, that, you know, back in 1980, you know, what happened to mm-hmm. me. And that's what we're going to be talking about, you know. So something we can't even pay for. We can't earn it. We can't gain it. We can't pay for it. Nothing like that, right, Pepe? No. No, it's a, it's a, it's a free gift. It's a gift. It's a free gift. You know, salvation by grace through faith mm-hmm. is the greatest message the world has ever heard. You know, the, the greatest message the world uh, uh, will ever hear, you know. It's the too good to be true news, right? Yeah, or what, what's what's the Is that the way that you say it? Yeah, too good to be true news. Yeah. You know, that's what Paul said in... Romans 1 16, you know, uh, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of God, for it is the power of God for salvation. You know, it's, it's too good to be true. That's what Paul was trying to tell us. Hey, man, this, so, you know, it's, 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 it's too good, you know. Hey, you know, how can this be, you know? So it's, uh, there's nothing you can do, you know. Uh, there's nothing you can uh, do if you wanted to. Uh, you can pay for it. Uh, you don't even deserve it. Yet God gives you the free gift of eternal life by simply believing that Jesus Christ died and that he was buried and uh, resurrected again or rose from the dead. And, and you're trusting uh, that for your forgiveness of your sins or your sin. And that's where the new life begins, you know, as, an, as a believer, mm-hmm. a new life. Pepe, let's talk about the moment that we believe in Jesus Christ, the moment that we confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Let's, let's start talking about that. Okay, the moment uh, you believed uh, you were baptized into the body. You know the body of Christ. That very moment you believe, uh, uh, that's where everything uh, everything begins. You know, it's a spiritual, uh, uh, like a spiritual baptism. You know, you were you were added or you you were uh, baptized into the body of Christ. That very moment you believed. You know, uh, and God speaks us speaks to us through the Word. You know, I know there's gifts of the Spirit out there that God uses other men. You know, uh, you know they might be in you. The, those gifts of the Spirit might be in me. You know, uh, but. Uh, Right now, we're talking about how the way God speaks to us through the Word, you know. And that moment that you believe, you know, you were baptized into the body. And that's where, that's where all it all begins, you know. Because why? Because you believe. 
It's a spiritual uh, baptism, you know, that it's talking about. And it's, uh, you find it in 2 Corinthians 12, uh, 12, 13. It says, for by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Whether, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have, made, and, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Is that 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians, Pepe? Uh, it's 1 Corinthians 12, okay. 12, 13. Yeah, it says, for one spirit, we are all baptized into, into one body. You know, the body of Christ. The moment you believe, this is what happened. You know, you were baptized. You were baptized into a body of Christ. You know, that's where it all, it all begins. And there's more points that we're going to be talking here, you know, about the, you know, the moment you believed what happened. You know, the moment you believed in Christ, the moment you confessed him that you said, I believe I'm a, you know, and you got saved, you got born again. You know, wh what else happened, you know? You know, in the Galatians 2.16, it says that we were justi justified by faith. Amen. You know, let's talk more about that word justified, because there's a lot of discrepancies when we talk about baptism, when we talk about justification. You know, a lot of people are intimidated because they don't they don't have the theology background. But I personally don't believe you don't need a theology degree. You don't no. need a theology background to truly understand the Word of God. Well, if you read that in Galatians 2, uh, one of the things that happened to you when you were born again, or that moment that you were born again, that moment that you believe, uh, if you go to Galatians 2.16, it says that you were what? You were justified justified by, by faith. faith. Yeah, it says, it says, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have, be, have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of, of Christ. What does justified means? You were made right with him. You know, you were uh, you became righteous. You you were made a right right standing with God. You were justified by faith. Uh, uh, you know, and that's what that's what the Bible says here in uh, in uh, in Galatians two sixteen. You know that we might be justified by faith of Christ and not by the works of the law or by the works of the law or and he said, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Now, if you go to Romans uh, uh, three uh, chapter three verse. Verse 24, uh, it talks about the same thing. Uh, verse 24, uh, Romans 3, 24, it says, Being justified freely by His grace. What is grace? You know, you didn't deserve this. You know, uh, nobody deserved this. You know, the Bible says also in Ephesians that uh, by grace are you saved through faith. Mm -hmm. You know, it's talking about two ingredients, grace through faith. He says, uh, and this, this is not of us, you know, it's a gift of God. It's even a gift of God. And then verse 9 says, uh, uh, not by works, lest, lest any man boast. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not by what you do or, or okay, uh, or, uh, you know, or what people tell you. No, no, it's about just believing. So you were, uh, you were saved by grace through faith. And it's, it's a gift of God, you know. You know, I love Romans chapter 5, verse 1. It says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we, we, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I love that. Amen. Uh, it's, I mean, you were made righteous before God, you know? Why? Because you, because Wally was good, because I was good, because I did a lot of good deeds, I'm doing good deeds. No. You see, the church nowadays, what they're doing is uh, they're, they're basing your relationship with God on your performance, on what you do. And, and my relationship with God or with Christ is not based on my performance. It's based on what He did for me and not what I'm doing to, you know, for Him. Now, after becoming born again, after being a Christian, 
uh, yeah, you know, all this other stuff like tithing at church or or, re- or studying the Bible or, or praying or fasting or any other things. It, it's, it becomes a byproduct of my relationship with Christ. That's right. But the church will teach you the byproduct first and instead of having a relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. You know, and it's our teaching, okay, you have to do this, you have to do that. And that's where a lot of people get discouraged. You know, and that's where a lot of religion and a lot of a lot of people get hurt this way because they're taught backwards. Amen. You know, yeah. th- there's pressure put on them that they've got to be at a service at a certain time, you know, if, when they're when they're helping the church or giving to the church. There's a lot of pressure that's put upon people that should not be. Amen. Uh, if you go to Romans 3, 24, it says, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. You know, you've been justified freely. Mm-hmm. You may, you've been made right with God freely by His grace. What is grace? Uh, you didn't deserve this. I didn't deserve it. Nobody did. But God saw that, you know, and He gave it to us. And it's even a gift, you know. It's, it's something tremendous. Now, Another thing also, you know, the moment you believed, uh, uh, righteousness was imputed. You know, uh, uh, the righteousness of God, the righteousness of, of Christ was imputed into you, you know. Yeah, the word imputed means assigned to something by Amen. inference from the value of the products or processes to which it contributes. So it's a value that's been given. Amen. So, so if you put that in uh, according to, you know, to what we're reading, you know, uh, it says there in First uh, Corinthians one thirty says, uh, "But of him are you are you in Christ Jesus?" And I apologize, I, I read the wrong definition. Impute as a verb means to represent. It re- means to represent something, especially something, as being done, caused, or possessed by someone. It's an attribute. Yeah, it's an attribute. It's been. It's been given to you. It's not, uh, I said it in Spanish, uh, attribuir. You know, it was something that was attributed to you. You know, it was imputed, uh, the righteousness of Christ in there, uh, to you. You know, in verse 30, uh, 1 Corinthians 1, 30 says, uh, But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Now, if you go to 2 Corinthians, uh, let's go to 2 Corinthians uh, uh Chapter 5, verse 21. Look at what Paul says here in 2 Corinthians 5, uh, 21. He says, for he, for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. What does that mean? Well, I always uh, describe this script, a scripture like, uh, hey, God, God, Christ uh, took what you were, what, you know, your sinful life, your, your uh, 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 you know, the way, uh, what do you call it? How do you say it? Uh, you know, he took all that. And so you, he, he, in other words, he became what you are. So you be, you can become what he is, you know, in Christ Jesus. You know, that's what it means, you know. Uh, he says, uh, uh, verse 21 says, For he had made him to be sin for us. Christ became sin for us. He took your sin, my sin, the sin of the whole world. He said, and he didn't know no sin. Who knew no sin? That we, who's we? You, the person that's listening to us uh, in this podcast, you know, that's talking about you, that we we might be made the righteousness of God in who? In Him, in Christ. That's what happened to you the moment you believe. You know, it's, it's not something that's going to occur later. No, 
Uh, it's not something that's in the process of happening. No, your 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 uh, soul and your body are in the process, especially your soul. You know, your mental, your mind. That's why we have to renew our mind to the Word of God, because that's in the process. You know, renewing your mind, like Paul said in, in Romans twelve two. You know, be not conformed to this world, but be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so you can know what is that good, the acceptable and perfect will of God. Pepe, I want to ask you some questions about this particular word imputed um, you know imputed righteousness the imputed righteousness of christ according to first corinthians 130 and second corinthians 521 there are many people who don't understand that concept it, you know we're so used to our five senses we're used to seeing things touching things yeah. smelling things we're used to using our senses and and what i'm understanding here and what you're teaching today is that this is has this has nothing to do with our five senses no it's it's something that that god has given us super, it's a supernatural uh happening could you Amen. elaborate on that please yeah i mean uh, uh we, you know we as people as humans uh we were so programmed to the world system the way you know that we we want to, uh, once we become born again or once we believe in God or in Christ and we become saved or born again, we still want to serve God, you know, through our five senses. We still want to, you know, we're we're led by by what we see, you know, our physical five senses, what we see, hear, taste, you know, smell or touch, you know. And, and you know, we want to use all those five senses as, a, a, you know, in, in, in a way of serving God. And it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you know, we need to renew our mind to the to the Word of God. We need to know who we are in Christ. And like I'm saying, you know, that the very moment that, that you were born again, all this happened in your spirit. Now, I'm not talking about your soul or your body. It happened in the spirit, in your spirit, the real you, the one that was born again. That's why, you know, I always go back to what happened to me, you know, uh, 40 years ago that I walked into my, my grandmother's house, you know, I walked into the mirror. I said, what happened to me? You know, uh, something, uh, you know, I couldn't explain it. I wanted somebody to explain to me, okay, all they could tell me is, oh, you were saved, or oh, you were born again, mm -hmm. but they didn't explain what, I'm, what we're trying to explain to you right here that's happened to you that moment you believe in Christ. And you know, this is something, this is definitely a topic for another podcast, but your spirit is separate from your mind, and your mind is separate from your body. There are three different parts. Yeah, correct. There are three different parts, and I know in the book of First John, it, it speaks about how our spirit, man, doesn't have the ability to sin. And so our spirit, our spirit, man, has nothing to do with the five senses, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. You know, let's talk about the forgiveness of all sins. You know, there's so many people that just can't grasp this, that, you know, they, they hold on to the past, they hold on to their past mistakes, and they dwell on these things. And many Christians are suffering with anxiety and with depression and, and with, with other other mental uh, challenges because of this. Could, could you please teach us on this, on Ephesians chapter 1, 7? Well, uh, the reason, you know, sometimes a lot of people, you know, like you said, Wally, that, uh, you know, they still, uh, you know, I, I've seen Christians that after 10, 15, 20, even 30, 40, 50 years that they've been serving God, you know, their mind is still not renewed. You know, this is one of the main important things, mm. and I cannot stress it that, you know, enough, that once you're born again, once you get saved, you're you're a new creature in Christ. That moment you were born again, you were saved. Whatever happened to you that day that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that very moment you need to start renewing your mind to God's Word. 
Because if you don't, then you're going to be alienated from the life of God. What does God has for you? You know, all this is for you. All this that we're talking about here is what happened in your spirit. Whether you live it, whether you believe it or not, this is who you are. But a lot of Christians don't, know, don't have no revelation of this. And they keep living a mediocre life. They, they keep asking God, oh, Lord, take this away from me. Oh, Lord, uh, 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 you know, help me, help me, you know, uh, 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 you know, love this person more. Well, God's telling you, well, it's, it's in my word. You know, that's the way you transform your, yourself, you know, like in Romans 12, too, Paul said, you know, uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, it's just like that caterpillar, you know, that, that transformed itself into a beautiful butterfly. You know, he, he, he wasn't satisfied with the way he looked, but it took him a while. And then after a while in that cocoon, you know, he, he came out as a transformed, a beautiful butterfly. It's, you know, he poured himself into that mold, you know, into that mold. You know, and that's what we, we need to do. We need to pour ourselves because the world, you know, the world wants to program you to think like they think, act mm -hmm. like the way that they act, you know, walk the way they walk, you know, and, and do all the stuff that, you know, the, world, the way the world is, you know. But we as Christians need to renew our mind to God's word. And let me tell you, man, I've been doing this for 40 years, renewing my mind to the word. Uh, has it stopped, you know? Have I stopped? No. Has it already come to fulfillment? No. As long as I'm in this body, here on this planet Earth, it's an everyday thing. Why? Because the mm -hmm. devil will attack your mind. True spiritual warfare is not in, mm -hmm. into you, where you get all kinds of people. And let's have a prayer, you know, and start speaking it's in between tongues. between your ears. That. No, it's between your ears. That's where the devil is attacking you. You know, that's why Jesus said, casting down, uh, Paul said, just casting down our imaginations and every uh, high thing that exalted itself against the word of God and bringing it down to the obedience it's of Christ. Because that's where true spiritual warfare is in every believer. It, the devil's fighting you in your in your, in your your mind, you know, on who you are. The, the, the devil's fighting you even right now. That's right. As we're speaking, you know. Uh, I don't believe those guys are a bunch of nonsense, <laughs> you know. Uh, who's uh, Pepe? You know, uh, he's just uh, nobody, you know. Well, if you want to think that way, that's up to you, you know. But I know who I am in Christ, and this is what happened to me the moment I believed. Well, from my own personal experience, Pepe, as I have renewed my mind with the Word of God, I've come to understand what real forgiveness truly is. You know, the world's Amen. way of forgiving has nothing to do with no. God's way of forgiving. It's completely separate. And so many people on the planet do not understand what true forgiveness is. And that's why it's so incomprehensible for many Christians for them to understand. You know, uh, Ephesians chap uh, chapter 1 verse 7 says, In Him in we him. have redemption. It's not in the world. It's not in the, ch it's not in the four walls of the church. It's not in the pastor. It's not in church leaders. You know what? It's not no. even in my own spouse. It's not even in my wife. No. It is in Him, Jesus in Christ, him. whom we have redemption. Through whose blood? Jesus Christ's blood. The forgiveness of sins. And it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've said. I, I don't care if you did it yesterday. Yeah. I don't care if you did it five minutes ago. Correct. Renew your mind through the reading of the Word of God, and you will completely understand this. It'll be an amazing transformation for you. The forgiveness of sins in the accordance with the riches mm -hmm. of God's grace. My goodness, that's, grace. A, that's a whole yeah. month of, of podcasting that's right there. That's awesome right, right there, yeah. You know, that's uh, very true. You know, it's, it's, you know, God's grace. You know, we're living in the dispensation of the, of God's grace. You know, I hear a lot of people out there, oh, you know, repent, you know, and, 
and, and, and all that. yeah, you know, we got to repent, but hey, you got to show that person, you got to teach that person, you know, that Christ loves them, you know, and that he died for them, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, I repented, you know, 40 years ago, you know, I, do I still commit sins or, or make mistakes? Sure. Uh, as long do. as I'm, I'm in this body, you know, it's a human body, you know, uh, I, I'm going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. you know. But one thing I, I've learned, you know, when you get into the Word and you start getting revelation of who you are in Christ, and th- at that moment that you believe who you are, you know, that all, all, all this occurred in your spirit, the moment you believe in Jesus Christ and you made Him Lord and mm-hmm. Savior of your life, then you're going to make less mistakes, quiet, because your mind is being renewed. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you're not going to make mistakes. No, I'm saying you're going to make less mistakes. And let me tell you, man, you're going to live uh, a life of, 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 of uh, how do you say it? The life of God in you. Every you day know? we're going to get better. Amen. Every you're day. Gonna get, you know, and all these things are going out there in the world right now with this pandemic. Is You're going to look at it, hey, you know, greater see that is in me than he that is in the world. You know, because you have a renewed mind. You get bad news comes to your life. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna know how to act on it. Have I had bad news come into my life? Yeah. One of the things that I've learned is if when there's some bad news that comes to you that's very, very bad for you, a phone call, somebody tells you something happened to a family member, etc. The first thing that is very important is that comes out of your mouth. And you cannot say anything according to the word or based on God's word. Just keep your mouth shut because the devil's right there listening to you. Amen. So, uh, you know, God has forgiven you all your sins. Now, another thing is that happened to you that very moment that you believed in God, that you were, uh, that you believe in Jesus, that you were saved or born again, uh, you were glorified. Hmm. You know, you were glorified. So what does that mean? Well, if you go to uh, Romans chapter 8, yeah, verse Rom- 30, Pepe. Uh, Romans 8, 30. Um, I'm right here now. Look at what it says. It says, uh, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, justified. them he also Amen. justified. See, this is who you are in Christ. That moment you believe. Not, right. not later. It's, you're not in the process of getting there to all this. No, it's that very moment. And whom he justified, he said, them he also glorified. glorified. What does the word, what does the word uh, uh, gl- glorify mean? Well, I have it here written down. It says, it says that uh, uh, you were glorified. I mean, you became worthy. You're a worthy person. You know, I hear a lot of people say, oh, God, I'm not, I'm, I'm worthy. I'm a worm. You know, I hear, I hear, I hear people call themselves names. You know, I'm, I'm worthy. You know, you know, if you were a worm, if you aren't worthy, then Christ wouldn't have died for you because you're not, you're not worthy. But why did he die for you and shed his blood? Because you are a worthy person. He made you worthy. He glorified you. Amen. That's right. And you know, I want to say something to our listeners, Pepe. You know, I was um, I was struggling uh, earlier this month during this whole pandemic, being under quarantine. I was struggling because in my mind, where I was battling, were things that the devil was bringing to my remembrance, issues in my character, issues in my thought life that I was still struggling with. And as I was reading God's word, the Holy Amen. Spirit lovingly ministered to me to move forward and start making better choices. And to begin to fill my mind by reading the Word of God, renewing my mind more and more with the Word. So in other words, it's like lifting weights. You know, you, you know, when I first start lifting weights, I might put on five pounds. But you know what? Eventually, those five pounds aren't going to work for me, are they? Amen. I got to put more weight on. Yeah. In other words, so I have to start putting more investment of my time and spending time with Jesus through the reading of the Word of God. Amen. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, we're talking about what we're talking here, you know, it's uh, uh, the moment you believe, you know, what else happened to you? Mm. That very moment. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, if you go to Ephesians 2.6, uh, 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 you were seated with Christ in, in, in heavenly places. Look at what it says, uh, uh, Ephesians 2.6. It says, uh, and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So where are you at? I mean, physically, you're here, you know, on earth. You're sitting down wherever you are at your chair. Maybe you're driving your car or you're at your office or, you know, you're sitting down somewhere or, you know, doing something else. But, you know, the scripture here tells me that you, you know, the moment you believed, you see, all this that we're sharing with you, you know, justified by faith, imputed righteousness of Christ, forgive, forgive, forgiveness of sins, or you are already glorified, you sit there with Christ in heavenly places, all this stuff that we're talking about, this, all this occurred the very moment you believed. It's not going to happen mm-hmm. a year from now. No, it's happened right there. Where? In your spirit, in the real you, the real you. That's what happened to me, and I didn't understand it. I wanted people to explain it to me, but there was a, back in the day, you know, four years ago, I couldn't find anybody that could explain to me that I had to go, you know, search, search for myself, you know, through the Bible, the Scripture, you know, who I was in, in Christ. Pepe, could you ex- uh, just <clears throat> give us a little bit of insight on God's mirror? Oh, God's mirror? Because this, this will help people understand what you're saying. Because, you know, we're talking about forgiveness. We're talking about uh being seated with Christ, but you've used a, a great example of God's mirror. Yeah. Well, uh, I get God's mirror out of uh, the book of James, you know, because uh, the reason I call it God's mirror is because uh, the moment I was born again or saved or that I believe in Christ, uh, that was like uh, 40 years ago. You know, like I was saying earlier, I went to my grandma's house. I was living with my grandmother. And uh, that, day, that, that day that I walked into the house after uh, getting, uh, you know, leaving church, you know, being born again, you know, being a 19-year-old young man, uh, heavily involved with drugs and alcohol and all kinds of stuff, you know. I went I went home, you know, uh, at my grandma's and walked into the bathroom right straight to the mirror. I didn't do anything else. I just walked in there and walked straight to it and looked at me, turned on the light, looked at myself in the mirror, and I said to myself, what happened to me? Something happened to me. You know, it wasn't a drug. It wasn't a pot. It wasn't meth. It wasn't... Uh, LSD wasn't in you know, something happened to me, you know, that was it was I was like a, it was like a high that I could not explain. And I looked myself in the mirror and I said, what happened to me? You know, and, uh, you know, le- I had to learn it from the Bible. Well, if you go to James, you know, chapter uh, chapter one, uh, starting well, the starting in verse 21 it says, wherefore lay apart of filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. And receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Verse 22 says, But be ye doer, doers of the word, and not only hear, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. You know, nobody's going to deceive mm-hmm. you if you're, not, if you're not a doer. You know, you deceive your own self. You know, you have to be a doer of the word, you know, that you, that you listen, mm-hmm. that you're listening to. You know, okay, verse 23 says, For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a, unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. You know, here, here it says glass, but in another version it says a mirror. You know, it says a mirror. Okay. Uh, verse 24, he says, But he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. You know, we forget who we are in Christ. You know, when you... 
when we started our, our home group about two years ago, it was very challenging for me. But when you gave that example of using God's mirror as your mirror to look at you, look at who you are in Christ, that's when I began to understand what justified by faith meant. I mean, what it really meant. You know, I began to understand what imputed righteousness was. You know, the, and even the forgiveness of sins and, and being glorified with Christ. You know, these things I did not understand until I really just put that simple concept, that that analogy of opening the Word of God as a mirror and just reading it yeah. and reading yeah. it and reading it. Yeah, God's Word is a mirror. You know, that's why uh, in one of my Spanish podcasts, you know, Espejo de Dios, you know, which refers to uh, God's mirror, you know, God's mirror. Yeah. And uh, well, I'm, I'm still reading here, he said, and verse 24 in uh, uh, James 1, chapter 1, he said, But he beholded himself and goes his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he is. You know, we, we become born again. We looked in the mirror of God. We got saved, born again, believed in Christ. And then we walk away, and we forget who we are. We never learn who we are. Uh, the church that we went to or we're, we're going to is not teaching you this on who you are. Mm. You know, you need to learn who you are in Christ. Is very important. That's why we call this a identity crisis. People don't know who they are, you know. So we need to learn through the Word. Pepe, can we, let's talk about <clears throat> baptism of the Holy Spirit or being baptized by the Holy Spirit. Well, another thing that happened to you, you know, the moment you believe, I mean, you were baptized by the, by, by the, by, by the Holy Spirit. And if you go to uh, first, uh, first Corinthians, Hold on, just be patient with me. I'm, I'm opening it up here in my First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse thirteen. Yeah, verse thirteen. It says, uh, "For by for by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body." And it's talking about for the moment you believe, this is what happened. You were baptized into the body of Christ. In other words, you became a part of the body of Christ. When did you become a part of the body of Christ? The moment you believe. The moment you were born again. The moment. The moment you were saved, you became, uh, you were baptized into one body, whether you, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and uh, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. You know, growing up in the church, I was taught that you had, that someone had to touch you on the head, and 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 pray over you in order yeah. for that to happen. Can you elaborate on that? Uh well, I saw the smile on your face. <laughs> you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't know, you know, uh, I guess because people take, take it out because of laying out of hands, you know. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm talking out of experience in many years, you know, of what I've, of what I've experienced in God's Word, you know. Uh, there's a lot of times that you, you don't even have to touch people. You know, it's just you have to believe. Mm. You know, I believe a few, couple of years later after I was saved and born again and I started learning all this, I was baptized with the, with the Spirit, with the, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you know, on my own. You know, I didn't have to hear angels from heaven. I, you know, uh, nobody had to lay hands on me or touch me, you know, and all that. You know, it's, it is scriptural. You know, it's, it is in the Bible, you know, in the book of Acts, you know, where certain disciples uh, laid, out, laid their hands on people and, uh, and, they, were, and they, they received the, the baptism, uh, baptism of, the, of the Holy Spirit, you know. But all you need to do is believe, you know. Romans, uh, uh, Romans uh, I believe it's 10... Uh, 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 17, no, 10, 8. He said, well, what is it saying? He said, now is the word. The word is closed and it's in your mouth and in your in your heart. This is a word of faith that we preach that if you will confess the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, and, and that God raised him from the dead, that you shall be saved. Well, with a heart, man believes unto righteousness, but with a mouth, 
uh, confession is made for what? For salvation. You know, that's, so the moment you believe, this is what happened to you. You know, uh, you were justified by faith. Uh, righteousness was imputed into you. You were forgiven of all sins. You were glorified. You already been glorified. You were seated with Christ in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. You were baptized by the Holy Spirit in the body of Christ, and also given of the same Spirit. You know, baptized with the with the, with, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. But another thing also that happened to you that you were you were the moment you believe, you were made complete in Him, mm. complete, lacking nothing. You know, Colossians uh, two ten. I'm gonna get, get into that. You know, Colossians uh, two ten. Uh, look at what it says in uh, uh, in in verse ten, Colossians two ten. It says there. It says, "And you are complete in Him." Who is you are? When are you complete in Him? Ten years down the line after you got saved? No. Twenty years? No. That very moment you got saved, that you believe in Christ, that you were born again. The Bible tells me here, through Paul in the book of Colossians, it says, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. You know, everything was deposited into your spirit. All this that we're talking about and more, you know, we don't have time to talk about all that. Later on down the line, we, we might do another podcast like this and talk more in detail about that. But at the moment you believe, all of God's fullness was deposited into your spirit. You know, what do we have to do? Well, you have to renew your mind so you can tap into it, into your spirit, and let everything out, out of your spirit, you know, flow into your mind and into your body. Uh, if you go to Ephesians 3, uh, Ephesians 3, 9, it's another scripture that talks about that. The, the moment you believe, you were, you were made complete in Him. Ephesians 3, uh, excuse me, 3.19, it says, uh, hold on. It says, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth on a knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. When did all this happen? The moment you were born again. Mm -hmm. The moment you got saved. The moment we believed. The moment you believe. That's yeah. when all this happened. The moment. Not 10 years later. That every moment that I was saved 40 years ago, all this is me. All this is you. But why come it, took, it takes us so many years to believe it? Because there's nobody out there teaching you this. There's nobody out there, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff you're going to be hearing in this podcast, you're not going to hear it in church. You might hear a little bit of it, you know, uh, touch a little basic, you know, on it, but then they'll, it, it goes away. Scratching the surface. Yes, yeah, scratching the surface. Mm. And we, you need to learn the Bible. You need to learn, you need to have revelation of this. And once you get all this, you know, and you get uh, renewing on your mind, it's not one uh, one thing and that's it, you're done. No, it's a continuing thing. You know, this morning I got up and I had to uh, renew my mind to the Word of God. The way I think, you know, I go to the Word, renew my mind. That's why I look at the world the way I look at it right now. You know, does the pandemic bother me? No. Uh, does it scare me? No. Am I afraid of it? No. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Do I have common sense? Yes. You know, am I going to do this? Yes. You know, but it doesn't scare me. You know, uh, am, I, am I afraid of death? No. Why? Because I'm already dead. You know, why am I not, not physically, you know, but what did Paul say? You know, he says that, uh, you know, uh, once you get to know this, once you get get to know all, the, all this revelation of who you are in Christ, in the moment you believe, you know, uh, you start seeing things differently. 
you know, you start acting differently, you start speaking differently, you start living a life of success, you know, not, I'm not talking success, like having all kinds of money, all this, and no, no, it's different, you know, in Christ. Friends, remember that the moment that you believe is when you become saved and salvation by grace through faith only. It is through Jesus Christ. It's the greatest message that this world has ever heard. It is the too good to be good news. Uh, you can find Pepe on Facebook, Crisis de Identidad. Thank you very much for listening today. This was a little bit long, but this is a special English podcast. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Pepe, thank you very much. Amen. Blessings.